Is this mic turned on? Wax poetic. Hi, kids. I'm a dinosaur hunter BMX rider. Long division sure comes in handy. All the little girls dream of one day biting into a corn dog and smiling at the camera. If I ran the web, you could email dead people. Wax poetic. Just say no to family values. In the terrarium is herpes. Herpes is a hermit crab. And I don't give a moment's focus to who does or doesn't like the sound of my voice. This is Wax Poetic on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. So what if I write a poem like a song? Good afternoon and a welcome once again to another edition of Wax Poetic here on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. Thanks for joining in. Hopefully you enjoyed Soapbox Radio and uh, it's me now, R.C. Weslowski. Pam Bentley, my co-host, is down in Santa Fe or in New Mexico. I don't think she's in Santa Fe, but in New Mexico visiting family. So it's uh, just me solo today. And although there is an opportunity, there is a chance, there is a tiny possibility our guest, a guest, might show up for the last uh, five, ten minutes of the show, but um, they're just arriving from the air- at the airport, and so I doubt they're going to be here. So we've just got some CDs and some spoken word tracks that we want to play for you, um, just to kind of let you take a listen to some different stuff we've got in our library, some new, some old, and some favorites. And we're going to kick things off with a favorite, a favorite artist of mine, a favorite person of mine, uh, from the CD Fluster Blush. This is Barbara Adler and Barbara's poem, Mothinator. You say, you say, taking into account the mysteries of the Matterhorn, Harry Houdini, and the discovery of new planets, I challenge you to get excited. And in the name of the holy, come and get it. I dare you to try, I mean just to try, and steal me away. As calmly as I can, I roller coaster my tongue back inside my mouth and reply as quietly as I can. But that's exactly my problem. I get far too excited. Do you want interest in? In high school, my favorite writer was also a butterfly collector. So up until grade 12, I was the proud owner of a moth journal which I used to record drawings and measurements of the nocturnal insects I would catch using a machine I called the Mothinator. <laughs> which was a lamp stuck into a cardboard box with Mothinator written on the side of it. I don't think you can handle me when I get excited because my friends tell me I telegraph my feelings like one of those old, hey, telegraph machines like, I like you a lot, stop. So I think, if anything, I need to learn how to calm down, and I do believe I am progressing, so I now know that on first dates it is inappropriate to say I love you just because the guy has made you a sandwich. But I also know that learning means you lose things, that now when someone new tells me they love me, I can't help thinking, nice use of hyperbole, do you want a sandwich or something? Yeah, I have learned how to hit on people like whatever, so I could tell you, hey, Cam, actually, yes. 
You're so good looking trees whittle their branches into brushes to paint the sky brighter blue when you step outside. But those would be lies. <laughs> and the truth is far more interesting. So a couple of weeks ago, I googled Mothinator, and wouldn't you know it, there was a young man with that user ID currently attending the University of Berkeley. His picture so shows him standing proudly next to his test tubes. His interests are searching for artificial intelligence and discovering alternate sources of energy. So I'm choosing not to take this coincidence as a sign that I should go down to California and have sex with the Mothinator. <laughs> Instead, I think the universe is telling me something like, come and get it. Come and get it like astronomers courting stars they've never seen with nothing but names to offer them. Come and get it. Like Galileo staring directly at the sun through a telescope like, ah, ah, my eye, damn it, that was totally worth it. <laughs> come and get it. Like me sitting down next to you saying, hey, did you know that the most mysterious ape is the gibbon? Yeah, I wouldn't have called that either. But that's part of the mystery. In beats the rap. It begins when he looks up at the ceiling of his porch and notices seven cords stretched tightly from one end to the other. Too high to be clotheslines. Why are they there? He thinks, if there was one more, I could tune the porch like a mandolin and play it. He's in shorts, just shorts, and it's cold out, rainy. He thinks back to running from the campus cops dressed like this while the night turned into fireworks. It was just one tab, he thought, just one. Who knew such things could happen? If this porch were a mandolin, I'd write a song about that. A cruiser slips down the street below, and he turns his face. Who knows what craggy guy close to retirement, formerly bright-eyed rookie on the college force, who knows how long a memory can drive a guy like that? He thinks, if I were a cop, I'd be relentless. I'd give chase to me all over again. And if I could play the mandolin, I'd stay on the porch and make up songs I would hang from the ceiling so no one could ever see me among the melodies. And that damn cop would drive on by every time like he just did now by luck. He tells himself to go buy another chord tomorrow. That is Duende and Jim Beats the Rap. And uh, that is one of uh, several pieces off a CD by Duende called Jim's Fall. And uh, it's a series of um, portraits and songs and poems and all that sort of stuff. A seven, eight, nine piece thing. And uh, Duende is Tony Brown on poetry and spoken word. And the music is by Stephen Farrow Lanning Cafaro. And they're based out of Worcester, Massachusetts, so we want to check them out. Uh, Duende is the name of the group. And just before that, we had Barbara Adler with The Mothinator. And uh, that was off Barbara's uh, CD, Fluster Blush. And Barbara's a big part of uh, the Accordion Noir Festival, which of course has 
happen for this year, but coming up next year uh, once again. So if you're at all interested in uh, the squeeze box, you can uh, check out the Accordion Noir Festival and, of course, uh, Accordion Noir here on uh, Co-op Radio. Uh, so we're just going to keep on going along with uh, more CD tracks for you. You're going to play some stuff off of YouTube as well from the feature of the Vancouver uh, Covers Poetry Slam Cover Slam, which is happening this evening. But we're going to start things off uh, before that. We're going to take a listen to um, L. Jones, and this is uh, from uh, their newest CD, and this track is called We Want Martin Luther King Back. We want Martin Luther King back. We want him back from everybody who stopped reading at I Have a Dream and forgot about Beyond Vietnam. For all those who want to hold hands with those little white boys and girls, but not with the striking sanitation workers. From everyone who forgot that King was shot when he was calling for boycotts against Pepsi and Wonder Bread. We want him back from the branding and the corporations, from those grocery store ads for fried chicken and twerking demonstrations. We want him back from the dead, back from civic holidays and solemn events. We want a living civil rights movement that never stops. We need him back for the youth who scoff at his image because they mistakenly believe he was soft. We need him back for hip-hop, for the Jay-Zs and Beyonce's who believe that making money is our only measure of success. We need his spirit to possess those who misguidedly believe that owning a percent of the nets and never giving back your wealth means that we have arrived. We need to rewind eyes on the prize until we realize that those school integrations and refusing to ride the buses required the entire community to sacrifice. We need him back from Clarence Thomas and Condoleezza Rice, that's right. We need to take him back from all who would whitewash his legacy and deny us the knowledge of his true philosophies. We need a black Occupy movement and sit-ins at the employment offices in his memory. We want him alive. We want to feel his drive vibrating through our bloodstream. We want to feel that dream for our brothers incarcerated and our sisters being sterilized. And we want revolutionary love, the kind of love that risks dog bites, the love that united our people in the struggle for rights, regardless of community of origin or dark shade or light. We want a collective struggle till no one is left behind. We want them to stop lightening our skin in the advertisements and turning us into caricatures because we want respect for the content of our characters. We want him back from the selective quotes and the inspirational posters. We want him back from juxtaposing his photo over images of hope and change and all those who support bombing campaigns in his name. We want peace, which means we want sovereignty for our African nations and an end to colonial intervention and wars for oil. We want an end to extrajudicial assassinations without a fair trial. We should hold that balcony in Memphis in our minds when we ask if Martin Luther King would approve of these drone strikes. We want freedom for the prisoners in Guantanamo and Asada Shakur back from exile. We want pardons for all political prisoners as his commemoration. We want liberation. We want liberation. We want him back at the Oscar ceremonies because Fruitvale Station still can't get a nomination. And hell yeah, we want back our reparations. We want justice for the lynching victims and the rapes. And we want payment for every dream deferred, for every burst from the fire hose and racial slur because we want to take MLK at his word. We want that promised land of equality. We want that mountaintop of solidarity. And we're still waiting on an apology. We want treatment for this post-traumatic slavery disorder. And we want the Rocky Jones Institute of Black Canadian Studies at Dalhousie. And let's highlight that passage in the I Have a Dream speech about police brutality. And post it in every community in the name of Sammy Yatim and Freddie Villanueva. And we need to hit the streets armed with placards reminding our people about his legacy. And let's send emails to Harper filled with excerpts 
excerpts of letters from a Birmingham jail. We want him back from the lies and misdirection. We want to issue a correction to everyone who thinks that MLK is good and Malcolm X is bad. We want back the connection. And we want him back from everyone who treats him as exceptional. We want our Hueys and our Garveys and our Stokelys too. We want him back in context. Give us back the truth about the civil rights movement. Give us the names of all those anonymous and barely known women who laid the foundations. We want holidays for them too. Give us the organization and not just the inspiration. We want back the Communist Party and the field schools. We want back nearly a year of refusing to ride the buses. We want the planning meetings and the schedules. We want the names of the ordinary folk, the poor, the elderly, the youth. We need to know how we can reproduce the struggle because we want it back in our communities today. We want him back from the Google Doodle that proclaims this holiday while collaborating with the NSA to give up our information. We want those FBI files they kept on our comrades and the redacted portions they erased. We want him back from high school assemblies where principals lecture about his message and then suspend the civil rights descendants and put them on IPPs. We want him back in the education system in a meaningful way with students protesting their treatment and demanding more black teachers and black studies readers. We want more than just February or Martin Luther King Day. We want back the streets and boulevards in his name in neighborhoods where too many are still living in poverty. We need amnesty for immigrants and for all those chasing the American dream. We want Martin Luther King back. We want that society free of discrimination based on race, class, or nation that we've been chasing. We want it back. We're not calling him back from the grave. We want to take back all the knowledge we can lay our hands on. We want the information about every speech, march, and campaign. We don't want the edited version or what's been adjudicated as safe. We want the whole story with footnotes and narration. We gotta know what took place so we can save ourselves. We want liberation. We want liberation. We want Martin Luther King back. We came to this cursed town to make a new start. It didn't bring us together, nor tore us apart. So we look back in anger, look forward with fear. Let's not bother with Christmas this year. I got work in a graveyard, which I kind of enjoyed. But not enough people died, and now I'm unemployed. You found a job in a bar, and that suits you quite well. It's just too bad you drink two drinks for each drink you sell. Decorations are one thing that we won't need. You're already lit up like a Christmas tree. So let's laugh our fool heads off and shed a few tears. But let's not bother with Christmas this year. Thoughts of jolly Saint Nick, well, it just makes me sick. Christmas carols, well, they cause me to sneer. Maybe some other time, I'll have a change of mind. But let's not bother with Christmas this year. Christmas is past, we'd rather forget. As for Christmas presents, we're too deep in debt. Our friends and relations, they all live far away. We could send them cards, but what could we say? That this is hell on earth, and be glad you're not here. Let's not bother with Christmas this year. Thoughts of jolly Saint Nick, well, they just make me sick. Christmas carols, they cause me to sneer. Maybe some other time we'll have a change of mind. 
but let's not bother with Christmas this year. So let's burn on paid bills as we sit by the fire. If you don't cause me a failure, I won't call you a liar. In our own little way, we'll be spreading cheer. So let's not bother with Christmas this year. So I could sit on the couch, or we could lie on the bed and tell ourselves lies about what lies ahead. Or I could sulk in the corner while you cry in your beer. But let's not bother with Christmas this year, my dear. Let's not bother with Christmas this year. From the CD Naiveville, that is the Minimalist Jug Band, and let's not bother with Christmas this year. Now that we're past Remembrance Day 2014, it's time for people to usually think about Christmas and already putting up their Christmas lights and Christmas crap in the stores, uh, but I think uh, that's a good antidote for us, for those of those people who are not wanting that sort of stuff there. Uh, Al Mater, the minimalist jug band, and uh, let's not bother with Christmas this year. Just before that, L. Jones off L's brand new CD, and uh, that was a piece entitled We Want Martin Luther King Back. The CD is called Double Standard, and uh, you can uh, find out more about L. Jones online, Jones at dal.ca and dal being dalhousie university where l is a professor or uh, teaching there and l as uh i don't know if l is still the current uh, poet laureate of halifax but they have had that role if they're not doing it right now and a wonderful poet from uh the east coast of the country uh coast coming up tonight at uh, the cafe de soleil is an event called uh, the cover slam it's put on by the vancouver poetry slam but the theme this evening is that all the poets getting up and performing are doing a poem not of their work. A general rule at a poetry slam is you have to perform stuff that you have written, except for this evening at the cover slam. And uh, so poets are going to be performing work that they have not written, but that they like, whether they've uh, been inspired by it or if they just stumbled upon it that day. It will be work that they have not written. And there's going to be a featured performer and that is uh, Right Bloody author Kristen O'Keefe Aptowitz. And Kristen has a brand new book out uh, called Dr. Mudder's Marvels. And it's about the Mudder Museum in Pennsylvania, uh, a museum full of strange wonders and marvels. And Kristen has a brand new book out. And it's on the New York Times bestseller list, which I think is fantastic. Uh, Kristen is going to be featuring this evening at the Cover Slam. And then if you can't make that show or you want to catch her twice, she's going to be at the uh, Book Warehouse on Main street tomorrow evening a reading specifically from dr mutter's marvels and talking about the book and uh, the research and all that sort of stuff at the museum so tonight or tomorrow to hear Kristen O'Keefe Aptowitz. And if you can't do any of those, we do have a piece from Kristen right now. This is not from the book, Dr. Mutter's Marvels, but this is from A Night of uh, Right Bloody Poets, which Kristen is one of, and from the Bowery Room in New York City. Here is Kristen O'Keefe Aptowitz on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. Our show is Wax Poetic, and this is Not Doing Something Wrong, it's not the same as doing something right. This is my first poem called Not Doing Something Wrong Isn't the Same as Doing Something Right. In my defense, my forgotten breasts. In my defense, the hair 
no one brushed from my face. In my defense, my hips. Months earlier, I remembered thinking that sex was a ship retreating into the horizon. And I could do nothing but shove my feet in sand. I missed all the things that loneliness had taught me. Eyes that follow you crossing a room. Hands that find their home on you. To be noticed, even. In my defense, his hands. In my defense, his arms. In my defense, how when we just sat, to each other breathe he said this is enough my body was a house I had closed for the winter it shouldn't have been that difficult empty as it was still I stared hard as I snapped off the lights my body was a specter that haunted me appearing only when I stripped in the bathroom when I crawled into empty beds when it rained. My body was abandoned construction, restoration scaffolding that had become permanent. My body's unfinished had become its finished. So in my defense, when he touched me, the lights of my body came on defense the windows were thrown open in my defense spring that was Kristen O'Keefe Aptowitz and not doing something wrong is not doing the same as something right and Kristen will be featuring this evening at Cafe du Soleil part of the Vancouver Poetry Slams cover slam and uh, this is an opportunity for those who maybe don't write that much but love poetry and love reading other people's poetry out loud if that is you come on down to the cover slam you can read other people's poems and have a chance at winning uh, some cash and maybe some prizes and it'll be hosted by savannah rain uh, also i wanted to read uh, somebody else's poem in the spirit of the cover slam uh, this is um a poem poem song by Shel Silverstein. It was originally performed by Johnny Cash, or made famous by Johnny Cash, and I thought I would just uh, read it out for you, and then we'll hear some more uh, of, of other people's stuff. My daddy left home when I was three, and he didn't leave much to Ma and me. Just this old guitar, an empty bottle of booze. Now, I don't blame him, because he run and hid, but the meanest thing that he ever did was before he left, he went and named me Sue. Well, he must have thought that is quite a joke, and it got a lot of laughs from a lot of folk. It seems I had to fight my whole life through. Some gal would giggle, and I'd get red, and some guy would laugh, and I'd bust his head. I tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue. Well, I grew up quick, and I grew up mean. My fists got hard, and my wits got keen. I'd roam from town to town to hide my shame, but I made a vow to the moon and stars that I'd search the honky-tonks and bars and kill that man who gave me that awful name. Well, it was Gatlinburg in mid-July, and I just hit town and my throat was dry. I thought I'd stop and have myself a brew. 
At an old saloon on a street of mud, there at a table dealing stud, sat the dirty, mangy dog that named me Sue. Well, I knew that snake was my own sweet dad from a worn-out picture that my mother'd had, and I knew that scar and his chick and his evil eye. He was big and bent and gray and old, and I looked at him, and my blood ran cold, and I said, My name is Sue! How do you do? Now you're gonna die! Well, I hit him hard right between the eyes, and he went down, but to my surprise, he come up with a knife and cut off a piece of my ear. But I busted a chair right across his teeth, and we crashed through the wall and into the street, kicking and gouging in the mud and the blood and the beer. I tell you, I fought tougher men, but I really can't remember when. He kicked like a mule, and he bit like a crocodile. I heard him laugh, and then I heard him cuss. He went for his gun, and I pulled mine first. He stood there looking at me, and I saw him smile. And he said, son, this world is rough, and if a man's going to make it, he's got to be tough. And I knew I wouldn't be there to help you along. So I give you that name, and I said goodbye. I knew you'd have to get tough or you'd die, and it's, the, and it's the name that's helped to make you this strong. He said, now you fought just one hell of a fight, and I know you hate me, and you ain't got the right to kill me now, and I wouldn't blame you if you do. But you ought to thank me before I die for the gravel and the guts and the spit in your eye, cause I'm the son of a ape that named you Sue. I got all choked up and I threw down my gun and I called him a paw and he called me a son and I came away with a different point of view. And I think about him now and then every time I try and every time I win. And if I ever have a son, I think I'm going to name him Bill or George, anything but Stu, anything but Sue, maybe Stu. I hate that name. Shore beckons.
legends of trumpets from across the water. From a windfall oak, we build a ship. That was Multitudes Telepathic. Of course it was. And that is their piece always. And you're listening to it here on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. Just a couple more minutes and uh, no apologies necessary. We'll be in here in studio. Just want to mention uh, it's Wednesday. You might know that already, but Wednesday evening, another busy night uh, for poetry in the city. Twisted Poets Literary Salon is happening this evening at the Cottage Bistro. That starts at 7 o'clock. Uh, also, the UBC Slam, the second slam of second last slam of 2014 at Benny's Bagels. That sign up at 7.30. Show starts at 8 o'clock. Uh, the Vancouver Poetry Slam Cover Slam featuring Kristen O'Keefe Aptowitz is this evening. Starts at 8 o'clock. Sign up's at 7 o'clock. And uh, again, if you can't make it to that show this evening, you can catch Kristen at uh, the, uh, oh shoot, what the heck are they called? The bookstore, the new bookstore on uh, Main Street. What the, Book Warehouse. They have a new location on Main Street. And Kristen will be reading from Dr. Mutter's Marvels uh, tomorrow night. So if you can't catch her at the Poetry Slam this evening, check that out or go to both shows and uh, all that sort of stuff. What do you guys have planned for your show this coming up now? Uh, pretty awesome stuff, I think. What do we got, Kevin? We got uh, my good buddy Scott Cook uh, in town. He's uh, playing some shows, and he's going to play some tunes live, and uh, we're just going to play nothing but the best in local and Canadian music, like we do every week, RC. Sweet! I didn't expect anything less. So there you go. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Wax Poetic. Pam will be back next week to co-host. Until then, have yourselves a great week in poetry. I'm RC Weslowski. Thanks for listening. No Apologies Necessary is coming up next. You've been listening to Wax Poetic on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. So what? So what? So what?